0: Hey guys, welcome again to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. It's gonna like podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow. Uh, where we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. So I am not in my office at all, um, and that's where all my studio stuff is. So if you are listening to today's podcast, this is gonna be just audio. Um, the video stuff is all is all there, so I don't have my video portion stuff there, but. Um, this week will just be audio, uh, but normally you can subscribe on YouTube and then you can listen to the audio anywhere that you can get your podcast. So um, as we talk about today's podcast, obviously, I didn't plan on doing one today, And as you all know, this happens, right? So if you all listen to this podcast and if you really listen, you really understand this happens on Friday sometimes. It just happens. So um, today's podcast topic is. I actually got the idea from from Sam Lawrence and those that have listened to the podcast uh, know Sam and we appreciate him and uh, we're looking forward to the next time that he can be on with us. But we were talking and um, as we're talking and uh, and, you know, asking for stuff to pray about uh, for both of us, um, Sam says, do you ever feel like you missed the checkpoint? I said, what, "What? What do you mean? So, so think about this for me, with me, as we kind of talk about this. Y'all remember growing up, and even even now, but but growing up, when video games were were really really popular, right? Before the system had giant memory in it, where you can save a bunch of stuff. What you had to do is you had to stay on the game until you got to a certain checkpoint, so the game would save at that checkpoint. So if you didn't get to that game at that checkpoint. Then the next time you played, you would have to start over. So that's why kids back in the day, right, in the 90s, right, we could stay on one game forever because it would take so long to get to a checkpoint. But he referenced that, and he said, bro, do you ever feel like you missed a checkpoint in life? Like you should be – like it felt like you missed a level. Like you sh- you should be here, but you're missing something. You know, y- you missed checking in somewhere. You know, you missed – getting something somewhere, you, you missed it. And so do you ever feel like, you know, you miss your checkpoint in your life? I was like, bro, that's crazy. So when when we talk about that, that's going to be the podcast topic today is, is do you feel like you missed the checkpoint? Do you feel like you missed the checkpoint? And, and again, like we talked about as we're introducing it, it's so easy to feel like you missed something. You know what I mean? Like sometimes at your current state right now, at your current age, right, going through everything you've gone through up to this point right now, you have the ability to do two things. You have the ability to look back at your own life and see what life has given you. But you also have the ability to look back and see what life has given to everyone else. Right. So you have the ability to do that. And sometimes when when you catch yourself in that state, you can catch yourself seeing yourself as, um, as maybe the oddball of your friend circle, you know, maybe, maybe the oddball of, um, you know, your situation that you're in, whatever the case it is. Sometimes we can catch ourselves like that. Like, man, I feel like I'm everybody else has like, I'm missing something. Like I have, everybody else has something that I just don't have. Maybe I missed a checkpoint. And so what we're going to do, we're going to look at the scriptures and we're going to look at how we can how we can navigate through that, because I know that that's so easy for a lot of people to get into. And it's what that mindset is. It's understandable. But but that mindset long term, it can be very damaging because then what can happen is you lose you start to begin losing confidence in yourself and in the decisions that you that you're going to make right in the future and what has happened in the past. And so what we're going to do, we're going to open up the scriptures and we're going to let the scriptures kind of help us uh, through some of these things. So the first place I'm going to look at is um, Ecclesiastes chapter seven. OK, Ecclesiastes chapter seven. And let's see. Well, let me see if this is the right. This is the right text. Actually, I do want to go there. We're going to, go, to there, go there later. Let's go to Ecclesiastes 3. Ecclesiastes 3, and let's begin in verse 1. Now, we're talking about, do you feel like you missed a checkpoint? right? Do you feel like you missed? Like there? there's a certain paradigm in life where I missed my chance or I missed the opportunity. Whatever that is, you feel like you missed a checkpoint. So with uh, with Ecclesiastes and with Solomon, who actually wrote this, Solomon was actually the opposite of us. So we're thinking, man, I missed something. Solomon's thinking, well, I didn't miss something. I had everything. Anything I wanted, I always got to the next level. I got everything I've always wanted. So think about it from the spectrum here. So notice notice the mindset that Solomon's trying to get us to understand. Whether you feel like you, you you missed out or you're missing or you don't have you don't have it, right the it factor, but everyone else has it, whether you feel that way or whether you feel like, man, at this moment, it seems like everything's coming to me. no matter where you are on the spectrum, notice what Solomon says in all of his knowledge. Verse one, he says to everything, there is a season, and there is a time to every purpose under heaven. So notice how he begins that chapter. So no matter what happens in life, we have to understand that the point that you're at right now, the point that all of us are at right now, it's seasonal. You know, doesn't that word pop up a lot? You know, you go to restaurants. You know, we've only got this for the season. Right. There's only certain jobs. This job is seasonal. Right. So we get the concept of that of the seasonal but sometimes in our lives we don't get it. Whatever is happening to you right now, it's just a season. And notice, then he says, "There's a time to every purpose." So here's 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 what happens sometimes is when we find ourselves in that mindset of man, did I miss a checkpoint? Like did I did I miss something? Like growing, did I miss something? Sometimes as we think about it, we can lose our purpose because we can lose our purpose because all of our lives, we feel like we miss something as we, as we grew up, but we didn't miss. We didn't miss anything to everything. There is a purpose. Well, how do you know that? That, I mean, that sounds nice, but how do you know it? So think about Genesis, right? Genesis, you know, 30, all the way to Genesis chapter 50, right? With, with Joseph, everything that he went through, So all those things were seasonal, but they held they held a certain purpose. Sometimes that's how we have to look at our lives. sometimes is, yes, it's seasonal, but it holds a certain purpose. Maybe that purpose was to make you better. Maybe that purpose was to show you that you were immature. Maybe that purpose was to show you that, hey, I need to get better. Whatever that purpose is, there's a purpose for everything. But we have to understand that there's a purpose for it. So then he goes on from verses two to verses 10. You know, he says there's a time to get, there's a time to lose, right? There's a time to keep, right? Verse six, you know, there's a time to love, verse eight, there's a time to hate. There's a time for certain things. But then notice verse nine. What profit hath he that worketh in where he labors? I've seen the travail which God hath given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. So, but notice verse 11, he, talking about God, he has made everything beautiful. How did verse one start, guys, in chapter three? To everything, there is a season. How does he end it in verse 11? In everything, God has made everything beautiful in his time. So notice how how Solomon matured. Solomon said, to everything there is a season and a time. But then verse 11, he says, he, he begins with God now. He hath made everything beautiful. And then notice he didn't say a time. He said he made it beautiful in his time. So the thing about it, guys, is maybe you haven't missed a checkpoint. I know it's easy to feel that way, but maybe you haven't missed a checkpoint maybe it's just not God's time yet. And I understand. And, and the natural thing about it is God's time for someone else is on a different timetable than it is for you. So maybe you've been in the unique situation where your your group or your, your people that you are with, maybe it's their time first. And naturally, you know, you compare. Think about the older son, right? In Luke 15, that's what he did. He compared with his brother. But just because everything happened earlier for everyone else doesn't mean it's not going to be beautiful when it happens to you. Ooh, okay. Let me say it again. So think about that. Just because everything happened earlier for everybody else doesn't mean it's not going to be beautiful for you. But so many times we get into this mindset because you're the last to get this. You're the last to have this. You're the last for this to happen to you. We feel like whatever happens to us, we lose value because we're the last. That's not true. Maybe yours needed more time. Maybe yours needs more of this, whatever it is. But notice, understand this, guys, that God will make everything beautiful in his time for you. But here's also something that we need to understand too. We have to understand the Lord's timing. Joseph understood that. Christ understood that. Solomon here in Ecclesiastes 3, he understands that. But notice what he says in verse 11. He's made everything beautiful in his time. And also he has set the world in their heart. So that no man can find out the work that God makes from the beginning to the end. So, you know, it takes faith and it takes patience and it takes hope to wait in God's time. I don't know about you, but as as others and parents and other people and especially uh, family and parents are helping me to mature through the word as I'm growing as well, because, again, No matter what age you are, I mean, I'm 29, you know, I'm still growing. I still have a long ways to go. But as you, as you understand that in verse 11, you'll start to understand that in order to, in order to have the, the beautiful time that God has for you, as you wait for that time to happen, you need to keep building your faith, Hebrews chapter 11, verse one, Romans chapter uh, Romans chapter 10 verse 17 right so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. so anytime that you as I don't care what state in life you're at, anytime you have the opportunity to be to be in front of the Word of God, please be there. be there don't be there for anybody else. be there for you. be there for you because your faith is going to help you wait for that beautiful time. So then faith, And you got to have some hope, you know, even, even, you know, you got to think about this, keep your finger there in Ecclesiastes, go over to, um, to Romans chapter four. And we looked at this in a class on, on, on Tuesday night, but Romans actually uh, not Romans four. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I got it right. (laughs) Romans four, Um, Romans four, verse 18. So again, this is why, again, you need your faith because your faith is going to help you as you wait on God's time. But then also as you wait on God's time, you're also going to need hope. And so here's the thing about hope. Hope is something that you have to you have to let faith see it. Because sometimes when you look around and when you base your hope off of things that you've already seen and things you don't see, it's going to be almost, it's, there's never going to be a scenario in your mind where you feel like it's going to work. Because your hope is shot. Your hope is shot because of what you've experienced in your past. And then your hope is going to be shot because you don't ex- you don't see and you don't expect good things to happen to you in the future. So then what are you going to do in your present? You're always going to complain and you're always going to have this bitterness because of what you've seen and what you don't see. So think about how many people are just stuck in the middle. Well, it didn't work out years ago. It's not working out now. It's not going to work out in my future. So therefore, in my present, I'm, I'm just going to be bitter. That's that's not where we need to be. That's not where the Lord wants us to be. So not only do we have to develop our faith, but we have to have some hope in the present. So look at what Abram did. Abram understood that he was old, that he couldn't have children physically. He understood that Sarai couldn't have children physically. That's an impossible situation. But did that stop Abraham from hoping? Notice what the text says, verse 18, who against hope believed in hope. Now think about this for a second for you guys. Is there something right now in your life that you feel like there's no hope? I don't care what that is. There's no, it's never going to happen. Y'all know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Whatever you're thinking about, the first thing that popped into your mind, that's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Because like we said, because of what you've already seen in your past, because of what you can't see in your future and because of what's not working currently. So it's never going, it's never going to happen. So who against hope, what did Abram continue to do? He continued to believe in hope. That's crazy. I mean, I'm just sitting here kind of with my hands on my head. Like when you think about how hard, Think about how hard that would have been, guys. I mean, to understand, God said in Genesis 12, he said you would have a son and he's waiting, but think about, think about the constant, the constant hope that he had in God, but notice that he, Abram, Abram had to motivate himself too and his wife. So think about how hard it would have been to believe in something that you know can't happen. And Abram said, but it's going to happen. That's that's crazy. That's I can't even, it's, it's even hard. It's so hard to articulate. But notice what he did against hope. He believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. You know, as I think about that, not only can we lose hope because of what we've already seen and experienced, and what we don't know yet, but we can also lose hope because of how, how Abram could have lost hope. Sometimes we lose hope because of our age. Now, you know, we're not getting, you know, every day that passes, we're not getting younger anymore. You know, it's just not happening. We're not getting younger. And sometimes what we can do is we can let other people, And we can let ourselves convince ourselves it's it's over because of my because of my age or it's getting close to being over. So then because we think of that, we make bad choices. But here, as we think about it, we can't. Abram didn't even let his age and the age of his wife stop him from believing this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And so how did he do that? Notice verse 19 and being not weak in faith. What did we just say? Abram had to have before hope. He had to have faith so that he can believe in a situation that was impossible. He considered not his own body, which was now dead when he was a hundred, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith Giving glory to God and being fully persuaded, what He had promised, God was able to perform. This whole mindset, guys, of I miss a checkpoint, I miss something, or you know, I missed the level, or I missed the level that everybody else got. Sometimes we we feel that way. But when we think about it, for us. That, that really shows a lack of faith on our part. If we're being honest and real, right? That shows a lack of faith on our part. Because look at the process that Abram went through. I believe in God in a situation that has proved to me my entire life that is not supposed to happen for me. And I still believe in God that it's going to happen. So that's a feat in of itself right there. Then on top of believing that, then verse 19, he was not weak in faith. He considered not his own body, which he saw was weak or his wife's body. Then verse 20, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. He was strong in faith. And notice what he continued to do in a situation he felt that couldn't happen for him. Here's where we miss it, guys, right here. I hope you guys caught it in verse 20. He was strong in faith, but in that impossible situation that couldn't happen, he continued to give glory to God. I don't know about you guys, but as you as you grow and mature in your faith, one thing that becomes difficult is continuing to believe. You know, obviously everybody knows the song, right? You hear it at baseball games, you hear that basketball games, right? You hear it everywhere on the radio. Don't Stop Believing, right? Everybody knows that song. But think about how hard it is to not stop believing. Because remember, you're basing your belief off of your evidence system. So based off what you've already seen and experienced and felt, in your mind, you've convinced yourself that that something beautiful can't happen for you. You've already convinced yourself that it can't happen. But you know... The thing about believing is that's actually I mean it, it's almost like it's a the best word that I can come up with right now, it's almost like it's a work. Like you have to work on your belief system. You have to work on, yeah, this happened, but I still believe. Yeah, this this went down, but I still believe. Yeah, this this isn't happening, and up to this point, it hasn't happened, but I still believe. Can Can you say that? You know, sometimes what we can do is we can convince ourselves to stop believing. You know, we got to keep believing, guys. We got to keep believing. Because really, sometimes that belief and hope and faith is all you got. So if you don't have that, then... What, what do we really have so then notice the last thing in verse 21 so how did he how did he keep believing and abram being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able to perform you know sometimes sometimes I think we feel like we can't do this but when you really think about it it's around you every day so I mean look at Look at somebody that you know and that you respect as a as a faithful Christian um, as a faithful Christian couple right so you know whether that's your your mom and dad whether that's your grandparents, whether that's a, an elder and his wife, somebody that you know, whatever it is think about think about what they had to be for each other through times where they may have had no money, they struggled you know, problems with their family problems with her family problems with his family whatever it is you know that they had to continually be persuaded in each other that they're going to they're going to perform the promise that they made to each other you know i saw a thing from kobe and i i put this on the uh, ig story when when kobe talked about it you know he talked about going through something like that with someone else through a, through a storm and think about what we go through with God. And that's going to be another podcast for another day. But just to kind of give a quick, um, intro on that, you know, Cope said, you know, sometimes, you know, what love is, if we say we love God, we're going to go through everything. He, and he was talking about, you know, a relationship, but I'm trying to bring out the relationship that we have with God. Sometimes when a storm comes, you're persuaded that the person you're walking through this storm with wants to be there, number one, but then number two, you're fully persuaded that they can help you and you can help them. That's what it is. So this is what Abram is showing us in Romans four. He's showing us that this storm that he's going through with God, he had every reason to not believe in him anymore and sometimes that's how we can get with with things and people too. I have every reason not to believe in that anymore. I have every reason. But I still believe. I still believe. Think about think about the the trust and the love that someone else has to have for you understanding that you failed and fallen and they still believe in you. That's ridiculous. That's I mean that's that's a that's a certain level I don't even, I mean, for those that understand that you understand what I'm talking about and I don't even fully understand it. I've just seen it, you know, but I don't even fully understand. I mean, think about someone seeing your faults, seeing, seeing you fall, seeing you make mistakes, seeing you, um, you know, uh, seeing you fail, but they still believe in you regardless of what they've seen. That's ridiculous. So now think about what God believes about us. He's seen us fall. What is sin? The Bible says sin is a transgression of God's law. I don't know about you, but how many times have you sinned against God? I have. But think about what God has for me. Think about what God has for you. He's seen me sin against him. He's seen you sin against him. And he still says, but I believe in him though. That's ridiculous, man. Like that's a different type of, and this is why, and I understand it more and more as I grow up. This is why Dad said the way that you love God is the way that you're going to love other people and someone else. So when you see other people fall, filter, or fall or falter, or may not may not do something you want them to do, how are you going to react to that? Man, it's that's that's another podcast for another day too. But we're we're building this. The Bible's building this idea of. The relationship that that Abram had with God here was so strong that not even an impossible situation can stop him from believing in God. So my question to you is, if that's the case, what situation has stopped you from believing that God can really help you out? That's crazy, right? That's crazy. So, I mean, it's just a, it's a beautiful image of the love that we can have for God. So, I mean, guys, as we sit here and think about this. So, okay. So before we, before we give the the last, um, the last kind of closeout thing here, look at Proverbs 24. Here's something I want to look at. Proverbs 24 and, um what do I want to look at? Let's, let's begin at verse three. This is why wherever you go to worship, I hope that your local preacher, sometimes it it should get to the point where it, get, it gets, I don't want to say annoying, but it should get to the point where you know what he's going to say. When he talks about faith, when he talks about you having wisdom, when he talks about you growing and maturing and being where you need to be and growing up, when you see that, Number one, if you don't if you don't realize what you have right now, you're going to miss that. But then number two, notice why they're saying that. Notice why God is telling us and other men to say that, because it's going to give us the confidence to understand, man, I hadn't missed nothing. And in the words of Sam Lawrence, I ain't missed Jack. Yeah, I don't have. But I didn't miss it yet. Notice verse three through wisdom. Is a house built, and by understanding, it is established. So now, if you understand Ecclesiastes chapter 3, and that everything has a purpose, and that in his time, God will make it beautiful through wisdom, and through however impossible the situation might look, because you have the wisdom of the word of God instilled in you, and you keep giving it to yourself. You're going to be established and you're going to have true understanding of what's really going on. That's, now let's keep going. Verse 4 And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increases strength. For by wise counsel, thou shalt make thy war and in multitudes of counselors, there is safety. So, you know, as we think about this and I love verse, verse five talks about a wise man is strong. You know, when you talk about, did I miss a checkpoint? And this, this right here is for our guys here and maybe for our ladies. So you can, you can look at this too. Sometimes we have this image that a guy has to be built like this to be strong. Now there's nothing wrong with having strength, you know. You know, if you like to lift and that's fine. But when you talk about going through a and you'll understand this as you grow up a little bit more when people talk about it's more than physical. There's there's people that are physically strong but mentally and spiritually weak. But there's some people that aren't the strongest and look the strongest, but they're spiritual and mental giants. They're monsters. They're monsters and nothing can shake them, not even physical strength. So understanding will let you differentiate the two. Now, you might have to make your mistakes here and there. But understanding, you'll find out. (laughs) You'll find out. So notice the image that he's giving of strength. Strength is what Jesus had. Don't we sing a song that he could have called 10,000 angels? But Jesus took that. Why did he take that? Because it pleased the father, Isaiah, what Isaiah writes. But also, it's because what God wanted. And because what God wanted, Christ stayed mentally strong. Christ didn't miss a checkpoint. He did everything he was supposed to do. So now, as you think about you guys today, as we kind of close this idea and thought process, I want to encourage you. You know, whatever has happened to you up to this point. I can't speak on behalf of God. I can't say, well, this was supposed to happen because I can't speak on his behalf. I can't. But through the word of God and the wisdom that we got today from Proverbs, from Romans, from Ecclesiastes, I can say. The text says God says. So no matter what, you keep having faith. No matter what, don't let anything stop you from believing. And then you keep believing in me. So for you guys who feel that way that you miss a checkpoint. No, you haven't. You haven't missed a checkpoint. Yes, others may have gotten things earlier. That's fine. And that's great. And please celebrate with them because you would want people to celebrate with you, right? But notice things are going to happen when it's supposed to happen and God will make it beautiful in his time. He will. We just have to keep, we just keep, have to. we just have to keep believing that he will, even though we've, you know, it's easy to, to see what you've seen and not believe it and experience what you've experienced over and over and not believe it. I, I understand how easy that is, but don't stop believing in what, in what the Lord has for you. He will make everything beautiful in His time. I hope that was able to help you guys. It, I mean, I'm just sitting here at a table. I kind of had these thoughts and kind of just wanted to record. So, I, I mean, I hope I was able to help you and encourage you um, as we as we keep walking through this life together. And again, if you guys ever need, you know, prayer, encouragement, help, whatever it is, obviously DM me, send me a Facebook message, Instagram message, or text me, whatever it is. You know, we're here to help each other. Um, so that we can get closer to the Lord as, as we grow um, and as we develop um, and and be the type of people that the Lord wants us to be. Um, so Lord willing, we will be back again on Monday uh, with another podcast. I'll have video then, I promise. We'll be back Monday with another podcast. Um, again, I just appreciate what you guys have done and, and supporting the podcast and continue to support. And um, I'm just so grateful to be here to serve and, and to help anywhere that I can. So Lord willing, we'll see you guys on Monday. And I appreciate you guys. Thanks, guys.